It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great pace, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and are dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Hello and welcome back to Generation Skywalker. This is Dan Burgess, and we are back, baby, with episode twenty-three of the Modern Way. And joining me this evening, I have got Peter Lee. How are you doing, Pete? I'm very good. I'm very good. How are you doing, Dan? Looking forward to talking about Star Wars. Indeed. And Mr. Looking, Looking himself, Craig Spivey. La 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 la. Looking. Hello. Hello. And Mr. Jez Allenson. Good evening, Dan. Good evening, gents. Good evening, everyone. You recovered from celebration, Jez. Just about hanging on in there. All the blisters healed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good, thanks. <laughs> so it's been a while since we've last recorded one of these modern ways. It's been what three, four months since we did the last one. It's back in January. So since then, we've had a celebration. We've had May the Fourth. We've had a re-release of Return of the Jedi. So there has been an absolute mountain of announcements to get through. So this is going to be a quite an announcement-heavy show. But before we get into any of that, there, let's talk about what we've each been buying in the last couple of months. So I will start with. I'm going to start with Pete. Hopefully, it's not been raining too much in your area, Pete. What have you been <laughs> out buying? <laughs> Well, it has been raining, so yeah. But、um, we've had a bit of spring now.、So、I bought a few, but it's not much. I think I bought that, that Luke Imperial light cruiser on the vintage, the, the Luke the, from the Imperial light cruiser on the vintage collection from the end of、so、end of season two for Mando. Got that. Very is, nice. Yeah, I'd seen. I, I sort of buy a lot of these vintage collections based on the card art rather than yeah. Figures. And、uh, the minute that one came up, it looked it looked pretty cool and. I've been buying the Lukes as we've been going along on the, the vintage collection, trying not to spend too much money on on modern stuff. But the do, the, the the Lukes do do look pretty good, so I thought I'd pick that one up. So that came through a couple of weeks ago. That looks that looks pretty nice. And with the rest of the vintage collection, it's just gone straight into the eaves in the loft, and <laughs> we'll have a look at it at some stage soon. But that's that's quite nice. And I also got that. I don't know if it. I guess it classed 
there's classes as modern that you know that retrofit that david soma did on the harbour card back which there are very few few known one or two examples actually carded and a, and a couple of card backs known of that i think the day before celebration christian put a, put a facebook post out with a about eight or nine of these things all lined up all cased yeah everyone went bananas on those yeah, it was just a, a limited edition run they did of those. And it's the, the retro fet. It's the fet from the retro collection in there. And it's come through and just, it's it, it's so nice. The artwork, how it's, they've reproduced it. And they sort of acknowledge it as, as fan art. And they've done it as like a faux graded piece, obviously, in acrylic. And yeah, very pleased with that. So just those two bits. That sounds nice. That, 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 I did see those on, on Facebook. Were they at the show, were they, or did you say you received Yeah, he just you had one at the show, show and right. then it came through. You had to sort of pre-order. Yeah, and got it about two weeks after. Uh, all numbered, limited of 50, did. Bit of an impulse buy. I didn't sort of pick up anything else at the show. And, yeah, I just saw it and thought, yeah, I'm going to regret that if I don't do it. And they did sell out. He sold out, I think, in about three days. Nice. You did get something else, though, didn't you? You got the that... that matt ferguson print the return of the jedi one i saw you you pick one of those up as well didn't you yes that's on the way i've got the the japanese version of that so yeah i got the you did the empire one didn't you a few years back the minute that came up with the jedi one i thought yeah i'd jump on that it looks so great the the japanese style writing on that the, 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 with the inks and that they use i think it's like 14 colors they use 14 colored screen print yeah. and when you get those in person they do look and they come on nice heavy stock card as well it is they yeah do. they are great yeah, they look fantastic. And I'm sure he's got to do a Star Wars one, hasn't he, at some stage, whether they'll wait for the, the sort of 50th anniversary or... But one day, it'd be nice to have all three lined up. You bought all four, didn't you, I think? I've got all four variations of that. So there, there was a, a like a grey variation, but because I've got the Empire one of that, I've got that yeah. to go with it. And then, yeah, the standard ones as well. But I was... I got the the standard ones before I managed to get the variation. If I'd have got the variations, I'd have probably skipped the standard ones. But yeah, now I've ended up with all four. So I've got I've sold one so far to so mate who wanted one. But yeah, I'm gonna have some extras to get rid of as well. Yeah, no, no, probably a good a good buy getting all four. Really good. What about you then, Craig? What are you up to? Well, not a fat lot. I think most of it's under your desk because you're now <laughs> <laughs> you're now my personal shopper for all things Vader. So I think I don't know where you were shopping out one day and you went, Does anybody want one of these Dark Times Vaders for what was it? I think seven it was either seven or eight ninety nine, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So I, I went, Yeah, I'll have one of them. And then I think you had two two bites at the uh the very, very exclusive and limited <laughs> return of the Jedi fortieth anniversary poster black series Vader, which I only bought because I have uh well I have the UK version of that poster on my landing. I thought it might look quite nice. If I can find a spot for it there. So um, so two Vaders in different scales, but they're both nice. I'm looking forward to getting them off you. And then the only other thing really I bought modern-wise was I got the Geeky Tiki Sandcrawler Punch Bowl, which I picked up at Celebration. Uh, Toink were there um, ah. with a few bits and pieces of the more recent releases, I think they had some of the mugs, that kind of, I think it was like the Ahsoka wave and some of the Imperials, the TIE Fighter pilot. They had the Dewback and they had the Sandcrawler. And I got the last one they had on the uh, on the Sunday of, of celebration. So that's what I picked up for myself. But And because it's timely, but it's not really mine, we, uh, we have 
Jedi Survivor and a new PS5 in the house, but that I've got Kimberly to thank for that. I've been watching the play a little bit of it. Looks quite good. I can't comment from a from a gamer perspective, but I I enjoy it all. It's all good Star Wars. Very very nice. Yeah, that that Twink. They um, I'm gonna when I talk about mine in a minute, I I got the the Tiki Tie Fighter from them in the states and had it delivered to me. So yeah, it was good to know that they're 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 at least attending the show if Beeline couldn't themselves. Yeah. Je- Jezza, what have you been buying, mate? I've uh, I've seen you reorganising your vintage collection, but have you been <laughs> have you been adding to it? Strap in, fellas. It's oh. going to be a ride. I do you know what for for the person who didn't you know didn't really collect modern prior to recording this podcast with you guys, I've done okay. Uh, yeah, I've done all right. We'll start off with the vintage collection, and if, if that's all right, yeah. So I picked up vintage collection, a revenge of the Jedi. I was pleased with that because, as you know, I'm trying to get one of each title or, or series, and I wanted a revenge one. They tend to be a little bit more expensive. But I got Revenge Akbar on eBay for £10. I was chuffed chuffed with that. I didn't know if it would arrive or not. And lo and behold, it did. So so that was a goodie. Got that. And then picked up a few other bits and pieces at this London Film Comic Con, actually. So Jedi Survivor, Cal Kestis. I ended up getting my uh, Revenge of the Sith. I was pleased with that. That was one of the last ones which I needed to get. The Elite Trooper. Yeah, I, I picked up a few bits and pieces, but the one which I was like, oh, yeah, the lads won't be overly chuffed about that is because on the last, the modern way, I think we gave it a little bit of a, hmm, yeah, not so sure about that one. I think Craig wasn't overly impressed with the artwork on it, but it was the Emperor Strikes Back comic book edition of Boba Fett. So remember, they had two Fets came out. One was the Emperor Strikes Back comic book and one was the old school one, which was death and glory or something like that that's that's the really difficult one to get hold of and but yeah i've got the comic book one it, it's really growing now the vintage collection the only one which is now available that i don't have at the moment is a bad batch one yes yeah, so i'm i'm still looking for a bad batch oh obviously the power of the force uh, which came <laughs> with the big piece and uh, Ewoks. So they finally just launched uh, the Ewoks range, which uh, I'm sure we'll come on to later. So Vintage Collection's been doing all right. Dan made the episode three, Revenge of the Sith, Darth Vader, uh, celebration exclusive talk invader, popular again at the last Echo Base. And people were snapping those up afterwards, including me. So I got one of those to add to the collection. And yeah, also got some Tiki at uh, celebration so i got a sand crawler and jawa which is lovely that was a great stand and what was really peculiar is whilst i was at my booth running on a treadmill a chewbacca without his headpiece sort of came sauntering around with a very tall darth vader with a lightsaber and they presented me with one of those cable guy darth vaders so this is one of those things where you're meant to put your phone on it and it acts like a stand they were not only exhibitors, but under their exhibitors badge, it said official sponsor. And they were just wandering around, giving away things to people who they thought warranted it. And uh, they said, oh, yeah, to see what you're doing and have one of these. So so that was quite nice. So, so I got one of those gifted to me, which is pretty awesome. However, right, there's a couple other things which I really must say. So I thought I might get the opportunity to buy a little bit more stuff at Celebration, but I ended up being so busy. I didn't. So I came home with a little bit of spare cash and I was in Sainsbury's of all places one day and I ended up buying some Lego. And that has proven to be absolutely brilliant. Now, I know we're going to come on to Lego later on, 
but I haven't bought any Star Wars Lego pretty much full stop apart from like you know when my when my lad was growing up but I looked in it and I was like no I, I'm gonna buy these they're in a the sale and it was a Hoth ATST walker which comes with a pro droids and uh and, and various figures uh, including Chewbacca so uh, that was uh 75322 and I bought Boba Fett's spaceship or boba fett starship aka slave one and they were they were really great value i thought 45 pound down to some like 33 pounds and i have to tell you fellas that is money well spent because being in honesty i've been finding uh last few months quite difficult at work and externally and a little bit sort of you know stressed out people i think generally are finding 2023 quite hard for a variety of reasons Rushing around all over the place, no one's ever got any time for themselves. We're generally short of resource, be it workforce and time. And I found myself on a Sunday afternoon just sitting down saying, right, to hell with everything else. I'm just going to just going to sort out me for a bit. And I just did some Lego for three hours. Didn't look at my phone for three hours, didn't do anything else and loved it. I just thought, what a great use of my time. And that was 33 pound really well spent so um i think in the future i will be buying some more star wars lego i got loads out of it and for the equivalent money you know spent in vintage or or you know a round of drinks in the local pub i just thought now it's really really good value so yeah i am a lego convert really really chuffed about it it's the most therapeutic thing in the world i think yeah I get those helmets for Christmas and that's uh, yeah, chill out and build a sit there for a couple of hours building one of them. It's it's great. It's, it's great, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the ATST, which impressed me the most. And I think I was most surprised with that one because when you look at the packaging, it's you know, it's predominantly grey. It's an imperial ship. So it's not got that sort of exciting colour scheme or it certainly doesn't appeal to my my sort of uh, tastes as much. However, the the modelling of this craft you know the atst the way it works coming up and down firing out its little missiles it's got the hatch it's got everything with it and and the probe droid i just it's just really really well done of the two of them the slave one and the atst uh the atst is definitely my favorite but the slave one is also awesome however i did drop it just now and uh, <laughs> just <laughs> as i was clearing this sort of little workstation to get my skype ready and everything else it sort of slid off the end of a desk and i just had one of those slow motion no moments as yeah it smashed and went one oh, of no. but then that's <laughs> fine because the great thing is I, I get to build it again don't i so every cloud um but so again, didn't throw the instructions away <laughs> oh no don't, i didn't throw anything away i've got all the all the bags which came with it and everything so really really good uh little bit of uh old modern as in you know episode three new modern lego and yeah therapeutic lego can't say enough good things about it right now what about you dan oh dear so it was a quite a slow start to the year so i did pick up i was picking up a few vader mint on cards just you know from from early alliance so i got that celebration free vader you mentioned the talking one that is brilliant i was so impressed with that i was showing grant and he went out straight i've just got one on ebay like within 20 minutes of sending him a video of it i got a i think a saga collection the 30th anniversary i was picking up that for pennies on ebay so that was nice i picked up another print not a matt ferguson one a guy called vance kelly done a great poster called the galactic empire it's on bottleneck gallery another acne archives print of vader standing in front of the death star he's got two stormtroopers either side of him and there's tarkin i think 
uh, Death Star Gunner, but it's, it's really striking. So I've, I've got that. And that's in the post on the way. And then what I did do is I went to Florida. So while you was all off enjoying celebration and the reason that I wasn't there is because I was on holiday for two weeks in Florida with my family. So how could we not go to Galaxy's Edge? And we ended up going three different times. Harrison did the Savvy's lightsaber workshop and built his own lightsaber, which was great, great fun. And really, I enjoyed that. And then we found out that the kyber crystals that you can buy in Galaxy's Edge in, his name Doc Ondor's um, Den of Antiquities, you can buy these, these, these kyber crystals. You can actually switch out the kyber crystals in his lightsaber that he built and have different color blades and sounds coming out of it. So then we were started buying kyber crystals. So we bought one of every single color so we had a, a green one a blue one a purple one a white one i think there's a yellow or an orange one as well and then we found out that the kyber crystals go in the holocron so we ended up buying a sif and a jedi holocron because depending on what crystal you put on which holocron you get different messages from different jedi so we pretty much bought the whole range <laughs> and spent a fortune on them i picked myself up a Darth Vader legacy lightsaber you bought one craig well you had a video of one you done an unboxing of the luke skywalker one so it comes in that same case yeah. with the blade that, that snaps in the top. So we've, we've, I've got that now. And then while I was out there, I took advantage of the fact that I don't know your US address. So I ordered some geeky tiki's from Toink. I got the um, the TIE fighter that, that you got, Craig, a couple of months back from Beeline. So I've ordered me and Stuart one of those. So Stuart's got one of those waiting under my desk for him for when I see him next. And then when I came back, I had those celebration exclusive, well, not exclusive, Darth Vader's. So they were waiting for me when I got back. And I picked up the vintage collection Kenner coloured Boba Fett. So you've got the comic book version, Jez, and I've got the the vintage version. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, the Matt Ferguson print. So I think that's pretty much, that was me. And I've just ordered a pair of trainers from DC. So they've they announced on May the 4th they've started a Star Wars range. So I've ordered a grey pair of DC trainers. So, yeah. So it sounds like we've all been busy. We're ebbing and flowing with with, with modern. So... Onwards from there then. So I think it'd be good. I mean, you guys dropped a show. Um, I think it was the same week as Celebration talking about all the things that you did. And um, I thought it'd be good just to recap though some of the other things that were happening at Celebration. So there was new Star Wars movies announced. Just, I think there was three in total. Seems like we missed a good one there. So that was the um, at the Lucasfilm Studio Showcase, which was right at the beginning of Celebration. You know, people didn't really know what to expect. And unfortunately, these are one of the ones which they weren't getting live streamed. You know, so you were either in it or you're in one of the external ones getting localized live streaming. You know, you're in the Twin Suns, I think it might have been. So, yeah. So I don't believe any of us got to got to see this, which is a real shame because, yeah, people were in for treat after treat after treat. And it was uh, they were really sort of bringing them out. I know we're going to come on to the TV shows, but um, it was towards the sort of towards the end of this uh, studio showcase that Kathleen Kennedy just came and was like, right, I guess you want to know what's going on with the movies then. Because obviously all the focus has been on TV. So they've really sort of bookended it. They've looked at the timeline and announced three films, but not your typical sort of trilogy that we've been used to in the past. So you've got James Mangold is going to be behind the first one. And his most recent project has been Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So already working very closely with Luke's film, you know, and, and uh, Kathleen Kennedy. So he's going to be doing the first one, which is going to go right back right to the very beginning, the dawn of the Jedi. So we're talking sort of, I think, I mean, Craig's all over this, but we're probably talking around about 25,000 years or so, by all accounts, prior to the sequels. 
you know, so this is right at the beginning, the dawn of the Jedi era. And then, so not only have you got that, which is going to be ticking so many boxes for so many fans of, you know, the old Republic and everything else. You've then got Dave Filoni. Filoni is getting his own film, which is going to be a sort of real crossing point for us with regards to transitions from TVs to movies, because it's going to bind the galaxy together. We are going to have sort of, this is going to be all of the different, as we know, the sort of interconnected elements of the TV show, be it Mandalorian, Book of Bubba Fett, Ahsoka, etc., etc. Filoni's going to be getting the opportunity to put that on the big screen as one sort of crescendo of a movie, which I'm, I'm sure will appeal to so many people. And then this lady being hinted at was going to be uh, looking after another movie. So Charmin Abed Chinoy uh, will be looking after uh, events about 15 years or so after Tross, after the rise of Skywalker. And this is all about the new Jedi Order and, and a sort of huge sort of hooray, hairs on the uh, standing upright on the arms moment. Uh, for so many people came when um, when they said, right, and, and do you want to see who the new sort of, you know, badass Jedi Master is? And out walks Daisy Ridley. So, uh, and they've added this new Jedi Order to the timeline. So, you know, past, present and future, beginning, middle and end, you know, they're, they're doing a good job here of linking everything together and recognising people want to go back to the cinema because you know you just can't be that experience yeah looking like three really really good projects with some uh very strong people at the helm some tried and tested people and yeah i'm, I'm full of optimism for this don't know about you guys i will go and watch all three of them i just i just question whether all three of them will ever get made <laughs> after the <laughs> performance of the last few years yeah. people getting fired and various directors <laughs> being cited as saying they're going to be involved in these films Okay. So yeah, did I say what, what what the first one out the gate was going to be? Because I think there's 2025 has been cited for the first one. Did they say yeah. which one it's going to be? I'm not aware of that. I'm really not aware of that at all. I mean, <laughs> it will probably be the Dave Filoni one, won't it? You can see them bringing all the TV series to a head. You can, but I think what you've got here are three movies, which are either going to complete a TV show or kickstart TV shows. Mm. So if I were a betting person, I might think that the latter one in the timeline will be the first one released. Because if you think about it, they probably want to prolong the TV shows that they've currently got running. Oh, let's go for another season of this. Let's go for another season of that. Therefore, we're not ready yet to drop this movie. And what they'll probably be doing is as soon as the TV shows finish for a sort of continuation of subscriptions, on Disney Plus, they would have probably wanted to have dropped a movie to then pick up the TV sort of train, I would suggest. So I wouldn't be surprised if if the latter one came out first, just so they could capitalize on Ridley and get get all that sort of stuff. Because then that might lead to follow on movies, but potentially follow on TV shows, possibly. I don't know how much of a scoop this is, right? (laughs) Do you remember... Do you remember a, few, a couple of years ago I bought a packet of felt tips for an astronomical amount of money? Yeah. <laughs> you remember that story? Well, yeah, the guy yeah. I bought it from, who's the he's the cricket writer at The Guardian, he messaged me some time ago now about Charmaine and her involvement in Star Wars because he went to a party at her house. <laughs> Apparently, I think the family are connected 
to cricket in some way. But yeah, he messes me about this because it was I think it was rumoured. It'd been rumoured for some time that this film was happening and she was going to be helming it on the back of Miss Marvel. That's right. Yeah, she did. Um, Because her background's documentary filmmaking, I I believe. Anyway, he seemed to be under the impression it was well underway in terms of its sort of pre-production and things. So we might see that one sooner, as you are suggesting, Jez. Yeah. The the James Mango one, it smacks of flavour of the month director... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and the pattern we've seen before uh, so, I think yeah. depends on how good this Indiana Jones film is if it's a barnstormer it'll get made tomorrow if it's not it'll, it'll, disappear, it'll disappear off into the background <laughs> so, so are we thinking then Generation Skywalker that the likelihood is this one yeah that <laughs> this one's going to be done so Charmaine's will get done Filoni's will get done and then the jury's still out on the first one. Yeah. And actually, it's probably okay. the one I'd like to see the most. Oh, uh, yeah. But I'll take what I can get. So are we thinking that everything rumoured before is just gone? Gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Rogue Squadron, that, that actually, I mean, that was it. Patty Jenkins was the director. And then she released Wonder Woman 80, whatever year it was, 84, is it called? And then, yeah, that didn't do too well. And then, yeah, that, all of a sudden that got canned. Officially stalled that one, didn't they? I think they actually said that. Yeah. Well, Taika Wakidi, the the guy from uh, who directed a couple of the four movies, he was meant to be doing. I think he voices IG Eleven as well. He he's basically said, yeah, it's it's yeah, it will happen one day, but I'm really busy. Kevin Feige, the guy from Marvel, he was going to do a movie, and then yeah, according to the Game of Thrones guys as well, they do. Yeah, there was them. Yeah, I mean Damon Lindelof, he's I think he wrote a lot of episodes of Lost and does a lot of Hollywood screenwriting. He he wrote a script for this Ray movie and the day after he turned it in, he got fired. <laughs> let's, let's, let's imagine that it is going to be first, Jez, but yeah, you know, I, I think it's going to be whoever's first out the gates, whoever's ready first. So they Filoni might be, uh, might be ready for it sooner than he thinks. Yeah. Let's keep our fingers crossed. It'd be great to go back to the cinemas and get excited. For, it would be. Yeah, let's start really hype again. Yeah. Something's coming. Something dark. I sense it. This is a new beginning. For some, war. For others, power. In a while, things have changed. I started hearing whispers about Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. We have to prepare for the worst. Jedi fell a long time ago. There aren't many left. Perhaps a 
to begin again. Very good. Shall we talk about the TV shows then, Pete? So, I think in some kind of chronological order, the Shoko, they did show a trailer on that, which actually is one of the trailers that has had a, a general release, and it looks pretty stunning. I'm assuming you guys have all, all had a, a chance to have a look at that. So, uh, yeah, set in the same time frame as The Mandalorian, and the sort of spin-offs around that. So it's also a continuation of the of Star Wars Rebels. I think you're going to get a lot of the a lot of the characters appearing from that. So you'll have Hera, Sabine, Ezra, uh, are all set to to show up in this. And yeah, I think it's sort of hinted at the end of Mando three. There's a new a new threat to the galaxy. So I think we'll see Thrawn making his first live appearance in this. He's in the trailer, isn't he? You see him from behind. Yeah. And I think it, the people who saw the trailer, I think they were the sort they saw bonus footage or it was an additional trailer i think it was they i'd heard that people had seen him from the front as well so whether that is actually been sort of documented online but i think i heard that from a few people so that's pretty lively yeah lars mickelson is to play thrawn in this one it's scheduled for august so we're we're definitely on the on the, the run into this i guess there'll be more trailers to come yeah that trailer looks great mom mothma in there great to sort of link her back to the other series and yeah i'm currently i've never watched rebels i've never seen it so i'm working my way through that and i'm on sort of series one at the moment and it is it's good i really like in the animation but i think i saw somewhere online that david filoni has said you don't need any prior knowledge to get on board with this i think just talking to friends who aren't as sort of involved or into star wars as i am they're kind of like well who is she who's this character they, they sort of know her from the Mandalorian, but are not really clued up on her otherwise. So I think they're going to have to sort of dig in and bring people in to this series. But no, it's looking good. It's looking really good. That trailer does look stunning. So. Looks, it does look ace. It does look really, really good. I think the, um, I think I've heard rumours. I mean, Hayden Christensen was obviously filming stuff for Obi Wan Kenobi last year, and I'm, I'm guessing he would have done some stuff for this because there's massive rumours that he's going to be in it in some form, whether that's flashback or false ghosts i don't know but yeah i think he's on there i had a quick look at the imdb i think it was for this one i had a look at the the imdb and he's in the he's on it which sort of surprised me that so that would be cool i'm guessing because you weren't at the panel you didn't see any of the other footage shown then so there was i think there was acolyte footage shown skeleton crew and some stuff i think it was on a different panel but some stuff from andor season two as well potentially yeah i don't know how much for that to show and whether they had full trailers or not obviously skeleton crew is the next to follow Ahsoka, but whether whether much was shown, I think what footage was showing of all of them. So whether they just had a few sort of a few few teaser few teaser clips. Mm. I've heard there's a Jedi, a Jedi Wookiee in Acolyte. Apparently that's that's caused a bit of a controversy online. People not being very. Apparently he's got clothes on, Jedi robes. So it seems it's all a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing that. Well, yeah, it looks great. Oh, yes. But it is Junus, isn't it? The guy yeah. who played Chewbacca in, yeah. in Solo yeah. is, is going to play him. Yeah, a Wookiee, a Wookiee Jedi master. So, so lots, no, Nothing announced what's coming beyond that, because that stuff all feels like this time next year, all that's going to be out. I mean, and or season two, they're filming that at the minute. They're talking about that coming out next year. So we don't, we don't know what's beyond any of that then. 
No, so there was no, I think all of those have been announced, didn't they? I know like Skeleton Crew, I think that was a bit more added to that. I think they're, they're sort of saying that's kind of a bit of an ambling film sort of style to that, sort of E.T. and Goonies, so but not not a kid's movie. I think they're sort of trying to sort of play as sort of kids in kids in peril and Jude Law playing a Jedi around them. And that's also set around the same time as The Mandalorian, so you can see yeah. that linking up and... Who knows what we see? Who will see turning up in that? Whether Ahmed Best is is going to make another appearance? Or not. Yeah. It's also got the pirates from the the Mandalorian series in three. I think they're going to be sort of involved in it. Which I thought they were quite weak in Mandalorian. So whether we're going to get more of those? Yeah, because there was that one guy that escaped to the end. I can't remember what he was called. The one that, that got means, away. Yeah, it just seemed a bit too obvious. All of that that that, that pirate bit and. Um, one of the weaker sides of, of that series so whether hopefully whether it's just a one or two episodes or it is the whole the whole the whole series is is based on them but we shall see no it's sort of a new era isn't it and that's all kids thing how they're going to play it and sort of aim it at, and keep an adult market involved as well so i, I mean that acolyte i'm I, I, probably that's the one i'm i'm well maybe because i've got pictures in my head of what i hope it's going to be i mean it sounds like it's going to be from the the sif point of view from what i've heard but i hope i hope it is because i do like think when they do things like that from the bad guys perspective but we'll wait and see whether that's the case and just my wishful thinking yeah it's early 24 they're telling that for aren't they yeah oh, good times what are you most excited for out of that lot craig what are you into all of it bring it on On from the from the the TV and the movies then, and back to toys. So Hasbro did their panel, the event. We're going to talk about some of the announcements when we go into Vintage Collection and Black Series. But there was a couple of other points that were probably worth bringing up. What were they, Craig? So yeah, just a couple of bits from the Parish News Board, really, when it comes to Hasbro. So they've first thing of note, I think, is they've done a bit of an about turn on their plastic packaging announcement which they made in 2019, which I'm sure everybody will remember because it caused lots of consternation and debate in the collecting community because they took away the plastic windows and blisters and things specifically from Black Series. I think it was the most notable absence, but they've they've gone back on that. Their official word, which I can read you a little section of. We wanted to show an update on packaging for Hasbro's six-inch scale figures. Based on your feedback, we will be reintroducing windows and blisters to our six-inch fan figures beginning later this year into 2024 for select products across our portfolio of brands, including G.I. Joe, Classified, Power Rangers, Lightning Collection, Star Wars, Black Series, and Marvel Legends. This will eventually expand to all new six-inch figure releases the new windows and blisters will be made from bio pet or recycled pet helping us to achieve our priority of meeting our fans expectations for extraordinary packaging and superior design while still developing packaging that minimizes waste and the use of virgin plastic thank you again for being one of our biggest fans and blah 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 blah. so um so i think lots of people very pleased with that what it means to those black series that were only ever 
made with windowless packaging i guess they'll just be little oddities on people's shelves i was thinking about it it's a bit like when you know during the war and the shortages and things like levi jeans were done with painted designs on the back pockets and not stitching they become sort of curios in a collection don't they a sign of the times it'll be worth a fortune craig everyone will be but everyone will be <laughs> you know when they're starting it is it in the next the next releases or is it further out do you know uh, it just says later this year and, and this right. state from sort of a you know a early few months ago so and do we think that fan feedback is feedback or just sales <laughs> 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 well this is pr spin isn't it yeah. i guess you know people are very vocal about it and a lot of people who are very vocal do have a direct line to hasbro and if people do stop buying they're going to feel that and now more than ever you know we know they're struggling so you know i don't know the ins and outs of the plastics that they're proposing they use and uh, what real impact that has you'd probably have to speak to mr bullock about that but i don't know it sounds like a bit of they're exercising a bit of wriggle room so it's good news though it is good news i think for those that that kind of you know in deep with this stuff there's an irony amongst this that in an endeavor to try to go plastic free what they've actually done now with this reverse and it's not just star wars it's gi joe marvels and power rangers and everything else but what they've tried to do now with this reversal is people are actually going to be buying more plastic figures because of this um so yeah they'll have the ones the windowless ones but if they do then do re-releases with you know traditional <laughs> sort of plastic windowed uh, blisters etc then uh, people will buy more of potentially the same figure so therefore by trying to do what they think is the right thing um, people are actually going to be buying more plastic more plastic will get made there's just an element of irony there what else was what else was announced yeah so the only other thing of note really and we're, and we're going to talk about the the new releases and reveals um but the only sort of extra little snippet we got from um from their panel at celebration was a new haslab project which will be coming in 2023 i can tell you about that so it's going to be um they've said they're going to do it at um san diego comic-con so we'll find out i think that's in july so we should find out that weekend of san diego comic-con what it is and they'll probably open the sales up there and then so yeah well, I think get excited. They, they did say it was vintage collection so it's not yes. it's not black series huge white elephant or brown rancor mm. i wonder what it's going to, i mean there's the, the obvious one with the coming out is going to be the ghost but yeah be interesting to see what it is i'm excited for it i hope it's, it's as good as the razor crest i think i'm in so be the same size as the Razor Crest, wouldn't it? Similar, a little be bit a bigger. Ship, yeah, it'd be a big item. Let's roll the film. for the first time in three years. Who's excited? Yeah. 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 Shall we move on to the announcements then? Yes, let's. 
Let's do it. Jez, Black Series, my friend. You've got a, you've got a bit of a task here. Oh, God, goodness me. Put the kettle on, fellas. Yeah, so starts off in no particular order then. So Black Series, yeah, you've got the Tuscan Chieftain coming out in, in April 2024. Yeah, it looks, looks nice. It's, it, it's all right. This is the Tuscan Chieftain from Book of Boba Fett. However, once I've seen it, I can't unsee it. I'm sure it's screen accurate, but it looks like he's got a pair of Crocs on. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm ruining it. Um, so when you're looking at it from the long thing, he's just got these big sort of Ugg slipper type things, which they might be, you know, in, in keeping with the whole sort of aspect of it. But it just looks to me like a big lumpy pair of Crocs. Can't get I think over they're, it. I think they're in fashion now, Jez. I've, I saw, I've seen lots of kids wearing Crocs now. I think they're, you're not down with the kids, mate. I'm a massive trendsetter because I bought a pair of Chewbacca Crocs in 2015 in, St- <laughs> in Disney, uh, Orlando, and uh, yeah, fur-lined Crocs, Chewbacca style, amazing, and I still wear them now, so um, yeah, whoever thought it, I was a trendsetter, it's, ne- it's never going to take on. So we're going to move away from that one, and, and we're going to go straight to the uh, Luke and Grogu. So this is uh, this is a nice little set, apart from what one little bit again i don't want to spoil everything each night but i, I am going to say something which i think they didn't quite get that right but this is um you know the sixth episode of book of boba fett got luke and uh and young uh, grogu when luke is teaching him the ways of the force and, and doing that lovely walk thing where he sort of swings him up through the air as if say you know keep up keep up loads of accessories with this so you've got grogu you've got a little rock you've got all these little sort of transparent translucent devices which can show sort of grogu floating or, or up in the air comes with a frog comes with luke's lightsaber comes with training balls and, and lightning bits and pieces and and actually can sort of do the scene of luke giving grogu the opportunity look do you want this little gift or do you want to learn the ways of the force you know so you've got a mini lightsaber for grogu in a box uh, you've got the wrapped little beskar armor loads of things here right but the rub is Luke looks like a zombie. His eyes are pointing skyward. So in every, it looks like I'm getting hassle from my 17-year-old son, right? He's just he's just looking up as if to say, ooh, ooh. And, you know, that's not Luke's style at all. But they, they've just, they've modelled the eyes a little bit wrong on this. Apart from that, everything's great. But you look at it, you look at every photograph which they put on, on the website, showing these great figures. And the fact that, you know, Luke can sit down cross-legged, going through all this stuff with uh, Grogu. And he's got his eyes just looking upwards like he's some sort of teenager. Yeah, <laughs> weird, right? So then, Pike Soldier, Black Series Pike Soldier. I like this. It looks great. And it looks really, really good. And that's because there's there's no sort of face or eyes element. It's Pike Soldier, Book of Boba Fett, and it comes with blaster, rifle, pre-orders out now, and it looks to be shipping in March 24. So happy with that one. That's good. And it gets better. Black Cristantin. You know, when that first one came out, we, we hated it, didn't we? Universally, no one likes the Black Cristantin. But this one it is excellent. It looks fantastic. There was an issue with it initially. It came out, they were looking at it being $39.99. But I think due to some quite strong feedback, the price has dropped to $33.99. So there's a, they have listened to a bit of consumer feedback, or maybe they just got it wrong in the first place. But yeah, a bit of a price drop there by $6. That's coming out in winter of 23. 
And then we come on to this Darth Vader Revenge of the Jedi Celebration exclusive. And Dan, you've got one of these, haven't you? I have. So it's Craig. Yeah, yeah. On the way. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, thoughts then? Clearly, you like them. Uh, yeah. It's Darth Vader. I think it's a nice presentation. It's it's a bit of a gimmicky one, isn't it? But a bit of fun for celebration, and yeah, a bit of a a novelty item. Yeah. I like a novelty item. So this is the one. It comes in, as you say, a lovely box and a mini poster in stand inside. But it's a red Vader variant. Craig, please save me. How would you describe this red Vader? <laughs> it's your standard Vader with some red accents that's supposed to, um, perfect. You know, reflect the poster. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. So yeah, it's uh, it's just something a little bit different. Um, I'm glad you two have got it. And um, yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> you're obviously not a fan Jez I'm not Don't a huge fan you. of that one not a, not a huge fan so it's a win for the Black Christanton I think and the Pike Soldier the Luke and Grogu just fix his eyes and the Tuscan Chief yeah rocking his crocs we'll move on those we've got series two of the Bad Batch right so series two appearances this time Walmart exclusives Echo Tech Hunter Wrecker and an enemy, the Clone Commando. So they're the Walmart exclusives, but there's a mainline release of Omega. And these are all right, actually. $24.99, all pre-orders now out there. And yeah, plenty of accessories on, on some of them. So Omega's got a bit of a, a sort of headdress change, and she's got an energy bow. But some of these come with like five accessories. Our Wrecker's got a load, Tech's got a load. So yeah, Black Series Bad Batch, not bad at all. After that, so you had the Black Series Celebration reveals. And, and these, yeah, celebration, going back sort of real old school style, celebrating 40th years. And I'm loving the card backs of these. The card backs have got to get them 10 out of 10. Why is that? Because they look so much like the vintage ones. So you've got a uh, brand new, properly scaled RT, which will please a lot of the fanatics. Repack of the San Diego Comic-Con, Jabba the Hutt with Crumb, uh, which, which is quite nice. Emperor's Royal Guard everyone's going to be a fan of that that's always a lovely one brand new return of the jedi darth vader which is nice because it's removable helmet and removable right hand but the helmet showing anakin which looks great and it says uh, a newish newish return of a jedi skywalker another jedi one luke skywalker um in jabba's palace so cad bane as seen in the book of boba fett and uh, Return of the Jedi, a Force Ghost three-pack with Anakin, Yoda, and Obi-Wan, and, and the Anakin being Hayden. So then you had a load of other pipeline reveals. Uh, so Battlefront 2, Battle Damage Grievous, Pre Vizsla, another Obi-Wan Kenobi figure, Battle Damaged uh, Vader from the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and uh, Force Ghost Qui-Gon from Obi-Wan Kenobi, and Clone Commander Apo. So lots in the uh, pipeline. And then outside of Celebration, goodness knows why but just to keep it going two more black series reveals so galaxy's edge doc ondar so that's an ethereum so that sort of hammerhead which was shop disney exclusive and the old master mall from the gaming greats line then i do like these two the cob vanth and cad bane uh, i i think they look awesome have you guys seen this two-pack yeah. So Black Series, Cobb Vanth and Cabane, look, it looks brilliant. Finally then, so you've got the R5-D4 and Mandalorian Commando. So that, that's a Black Series 2-pack, R5-D4 and Mandalorian Commando. It's nice. It's nice to have an R5 in the Black Series 1. It's a little bit clean, if I'm being picky. Certainly doesn't look like a bad motivator. It looks pristine. I'm not quite sure who the other dude is just yet. 
but yeah all in all quite a lot of reveals on black series some hits some misses what would you buy out of that lot what's your favorite jess oh now you're putting me on the spot i think the pike i think the pike soldier is pretty good which is weird isn't it i didn't think i would say that but yeah i think yeah because it's just a bit different i think Mm. Not, not really. great. It's, it's always been a great. I, I liked it in, when they first showed him in the Clone Wars. I because it was in they were in Solo as well, and then obviously it brought him back. Yeah, there. I think the Pike in, and I'm a, I'm a fan of this Black Christanton, which mm. is is great because you kind of feel like you're rooting for the underdog because he got slagged so much when that uh, the other version came out. You know, people were so disappointed of it. So this is uh, yeah, come on the underdog or the underwookie. vintage collection then pete yes there's there's a lot of this as well not quite as much as the black series but they are they're knocking them out aren't they but yeah i had a sort of good look at a lot of this at celebration I had a lot of it sort of in the cabinets and it, it's it's very tempting lots of it so they the tuscans they've obviously got together and designed a lot of these haven't checked their, their, their footwear out yet but jez i've made a note to have a check on the, the vintage collection in terms of crocs and whether they're rocking them or not but we've got tuscan warrior so this is based on the sort of the book of boba fett with the you've got the car back based on that and it's part of the much much larger tuscan release there you've got so you've got this warrior which is just coming on a single card you've also got a tuscan multi-pack announced as part of mando mania week five which has got four different tuscans in there so it's in coming in those illustrated boxes they've done quite a few of them now they're sort of army builders, aren't they? So you've had rebel soldiers in the Cantina Band. Mm. I think this, the multi-packs coming as a Hasbro Pulse exclusive at the moment. Whether that will be sold elsewhere, we shall see. You also got a Tuscan Warrior and a Massive coming in the sort of deluxe packaging, which is their sort of. It's got more of an illustrated packaging. So that's they, they did an Ahsoka and they did with a Grogu on that. They've done quite a few. They're sort of building that that deluxe packaging. You've also got the Boba Fett Tuscan, so based on the, again on the Boba Fett card. So they've also done a huge trawl through the Tuscans, which which they've done, and then you can get a whole range which across all of their sort of vintage collection packaging. So they do look good. I think they're probably all interchangeable. Seem to have soft goods, which is which is nice for the the, the vintage collection. So yeah, out of all, I think. Fairly tempted to put the run together, all of those, but we shall we shall see. But I think you're in, in for a, a good hundred pounds to put all of those together. Plus, you got the retro, the retro one coming up as well. Also, in Book of Boba Fett, you've got the Cabane coming up for July, so that's pretty soon. It's pretty good. The figure looks good. Also, the hat I think is removable. You've got a couple of matching blasters in there as well, and you've got Luke again from the Book of Boba Fett Jedi Academy coming in the vintage collection so i was looking at this and thinking surely this is before i'd gone through the full full show notes and thinking surely this is perfect to do as a deluxe pack with grogu and then yeah what a surprise on may the 4th they announced it that the the, the same figures coming with a as a target exclusive on with grogu deluxe and i think you've got i think there's a few frogs in there and a little stand for grogu 
so yeah i'm not sure if they're the same sculpt at the moment or if they're changing it slightly but it seems very close i know i don't know it just seems strange they do these things so close together you kind of think it's going to come at some stage but whether to do it almost in the same season seems i think they had about four versions when the first season of mandalorian came out in 2020 we was in lockdown not long after that there were so many different iterations in three and three quarter inch and six and it got confusing what was what and across the lines as well so jez mentioned the, the black series league and you've got this as well and it's almost like you've got the same three versions of the same Mm. the same thing coming out in such sort of close succession you think that they, they must talk all these departments and i know it's the sort of what they get into and it's, i guess it's the feed they get from from lucasfilm and disney of what what they get and the designs they get and then it's the the timeline that it takes to get to that and get through production and to get them onto onto shelves but uh, dang you would have thought they would have mixed it up a little bit there you go so we also have the hasbro celebration panel re- reveals you've got the moff jared coming on the return of jedi 40th packaging i think that's the first time he's had a a, a figure so that looks pretty good alongside you've got your admiral pia who we already had so they look good together Nam, the third time he's been out for the, the vintage collection these i do like these card backs when they use the original the vintage image but they've also got the high res versions of the image and you see them like in that the, the, the the sort of clarity they do look good and again you've got chrysanthemum coming in a deluxe packaging he seems to i'm not sure why he's in a deluxe packaging whether he i couldn't see if he's coming with many accessories but he's just in there i guess because he's just so big maybe they just decided to put him in the the bigger packaging you've got a jabba's palace denizens four pack which looks pretty good they're coming in the sort of the the sears the vintage sears canada packaging the style of that they're still using that which which looks pretty good. It's obviously working for them. They've sort of been using that for a couple of years now, haven't they? So you've got Belkin Tezeri, Tessic, who's sort of Squidhead, Tame, Dren, Garen, and Reuse in that pack. Again, I saw them at Celebration. They looked they looked quite fun, quite a nice set to, to put together and get them into your into your sale barge as well if you've got them. Were some of those like the first time some of those characters have been over real random ones, some of them like the Yeah, I think it has the, the Tam Drengarin, he's the fella right. he shoots Luke in the hand, which I'm surprised they had never got to him. I think that's the first time he's he's come out and Valkin Tazeri is also on the, the skiff. He's on the main he's on the smaller skiff with Luke and Co. So uh, okay. I don't think I've seen them, but you thought they would have got to them. Sort of quite key key character, not key characters, but they thought they've got they've got a role. They did something, yeah. Um, but they look good as well. They've got these sort of masks on, so whether they'll have removable sort of headgear, we shall see. But um, no, they look pretty cool, and the sort of four pack looks quite good. And then I guess we've got the N one starfighter which we knew we knew would get it at some stage it was sort of a, a, a potential haslab wasn't it i know dan you talked about this as a potential haslab before maybe it was a little bit too small and they just thought well, let's just get it out in the in the regular range so yeah you get the there's a mandalorian figure which is carded in in the package you also get a grogu two stands and a load of accessories so it does look good that's it for december they also had that, that accelerator. They had the box version and the, the actual actual toy and the ship there as well. Pipeline reveals, you've got the Grand Inquisitor from Obi-Wan, which I think is up for order now. I think coming in November. Thrawn, which will obviously be a big release given the, the Ahsoka show. Previsla, 
uh, director Krennic, which will be great, that's from Rogue One, and an all-new Darth Revan as well, was also announced as pipeline reveals. What else have we got? We've got R5-D4, after the sort of the Mandalorian, he's muchly on, on everyone's wish list. Hopefully they left enough room in the Starfighter for him to fit in. That would be a bit of an own goal if they didn't. Um, and there's also a Mando scout trooper with Bike and Grogu from the Mandalorian, which, which does look really good. And I guess that's another speeder bike release. Just done the, the Endor one, haven't they? So we've got another, another one coming up, which does look like a different paint app. Uh, a different figure and you get the sort of the, the Grogu in there so they are they're knocking out speeder bikes but you can never have enough speeder bikes and scout troopers I guess and that does look that does look pretty cool May the 4th announcement so for the vintage collection you had yeah as I mentioned the Luke Skywalker and Grogu and you also had uh, an Ewoks set I think Jez mentioned that earlier so you got Kit and Kinesa 2 pack so they come out I think they're both carded with the coins so in the vintage style, the old, the, the, the green packaging as we we know from the from the 80s. So they're individually packaged, but I mean, they're coming in a boxed set, which is a bit odd. I think they did that with the the, the bounty hunters, didn't they? And it was in the retro series. I think they've sort of done yeah. that done that before. I can see Stu being all over these. I think he'll be <laughs> up his street. Yeah, and then we've got the Haslab announcement to to come as well, which we've already already mentioned so yeah lots going on in the vintage collection so what's most exciting you out of that lot jez are you gonna are you gonna pick any of those up for your for your collection ewoks obviously <laughs> just because i said it on the last one i said right where are the rebels stuff and uh where's the ewoks so uh yeah we're uh there with the ewoks it's it's a it's a bit of a pain that you've got to buy two so there'll be quite a few of these on, on this sort of segment. Why are you laughing at that? I'm just you laughing at my misfortune. You're, you're, you're committed now. <laughs> I am. I'm so in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to buy, you know, we'll, we'll get half these. I mean, I think you said, oh, yeah, just, you know, buy two and open one. Yet to open a finished collection. Uh, but, yeah, no, that's going to be great. I'm excited about that. Come on, Rebels, you're next. Anything on there for you, Pete? Yeah, I think the Tuscans, they've done, that does look like a nice set. I can see those sort of coming together. When I saw the, the the four pack, they looked pretty good, and I think that the, just the soft goods made them. I think the fact they've done four different ones kind of defeats the object because you're just getting for people who want like an army of Tuscans, you <laughs> you're going to end up with four of each if you know what I mean, rather than having you know sixteen different ones if you bought four packs. That's the only downside if you're a real army builder. But if you just wanted one pack, spot on. Yeah, I think they're all different because you've got the carded. Yeah. And you've got the one, you've got the deluxe ones. I think you're going to have six. You can get six or seven if you throw a retro oh, okay. as well. You're going to have seven different. And yeah, no, it does look good. Well, should we just talk about the N1 Starfire a bit more? What do you guys think of that? I mean, Pete's just been through it. I, I really like the fact they've, they've kept the base. So the base matches up with the Razor Crest one. So I can, I was, I was in for a, a Black Series Razor Crest, Pete, but obviously that's not going to be the, the case now if they're not going to do that as a hazard. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, yeah. But definitely up for this one now, just because they've, they've followed through on the base. <laughs> that's a really bad reason for buying it. The thing that's put me off is the price because I think it's 140 quid at the minute. Maybe, yeah, they'll overproduce it and they'll, they'll, come down I think they will it'd be like the x-wings won't it you can they're all exclusive when they come out if you can hold your nerve you'll probably get one for 50 50 quid anyone else going to pick that up or is it just me 
It's one of those things I sort of sit here now thinking, oh, I might buy that, but when it comes to it, just not buy it. It's a more manageable size than the Razor Crest, isn't it? I always did like that shit, and it looks great hung up. I know you've just talked about the base, but it does look good if you've got a bit of fishing line from the ceiling. Should we talk retro collection then, Craig? Oh, yeah. As you know, I've been into this stuff. I can take or leave the kind of straight recreations of the uh, of the vintage line. But when they've attempted new versions of characters from the, from the new TV shows, I'm all in. I think it's great fun. So they've announced the Book of Boba Fett retro uh, collection wave. Uh, and it's a wave of two halves for me. So you've got some original new sculpts and some figures that look quite cool and then some other ones so we've got boba fett june c so that's with his baldyhead and his black robes there's a nice fennec shand a cad bane a black chrysanthemum and then we're getting into sort of the repacks and repaints so the mandalorian as he appears in the book of boba fett i think is a is a repack of the season two one except he's packed with a dark saber instead of his rifle there's grogu again and he was uh, part of season one but he's repacked with a backpack instead of the hover pram uh, there's a tuscan warrior which looks to be a repaint of the star wars retro collection sand person that came in the six pack but he's got a soft goods cloak with arms to make him look different from him and then the luke skywalker as he appears in the training scenes with grogu is pretty much a straight repack of the return of the jedi luke except his cloak is black instead of that kind of minky brownie gray color so i might still get them all depends where i find them and what what price they're at but I'm glad they're continuing with this stuff. I I like it. The frustrating thing is that you can't pre-order them yet. I think they're going to, as they hit, they'll, you can order them online, but they're not doing pre-orders on these. So well, yeah. It doesn't frustrate me because part of the fun is finding apps. And that's, I think that is a big part of why I like them. Because you go to, you know, Finn Planet or Asda's, and sometimes they've got all of them, sometimes they've got a couple of them, and it's just like buying action figures back in the day. I need them all. <laughs> I've decided i've decided i'm with, with, with these i know you were talking about i mean the, the the kenobi ones i got that set i had them in hand i didn't take them off the card and i flogged them on ebay they didn't do anything for me i didn't think the vader was that great but i, I do like these i think they're going to sit nice to the first couple of waves of those mando figures good yeah, stuff. very good very good these are just the first wave they're going to war then we will be ready the book of Boba Fett. So sticking with you, Craig, then Hot Toys from one extreme to the other. Yeah, Hot Toys. We like to talk about Hot Toys. And since we last sat down and talked about Hot Toys, there's been uh, nine announced in total. And it's a mixed bag of different eras, different properties, different shows and indeed video games. So the first one up, we've got a Scout Trooper Commander uh, from Jedi Survivor, the new game, which is is basically a rework of you know previous biker scouts that they've released with bits on his belt and an electro staff because they need electro staffs to fight cal kestis have they done many 
gaming hot toys the only one that i can think of is the is the snow troopers they did from battlefront 2 hmm. they did a two pack of those but yeah this is yeah you, you did make me have to scratch my head on that one i don't think there's too many others if any at all no but maybe we'll see more if this if this sells we've also got the noble paz Vizsla who gets his moment in season three of the mandalorian but if you're expecting to remove the helmet and see John Favreau's face, uh, you'll be disappointed because it's one of those where it's just the the helmet is his head. They've also announced Tech and Wrecker from the Bad Batch, who make up the whole team now, I think, in hot toy form. Mm-hmm. We've got three from the Clone Wars to celebrate the 20th anniversary of the show. So we've got Commander Fox in Phase 1 clone armor, and he was the, the clone who led the Coruscant Guard. We've got another Obi-Wan Kenobi, but he's the one with the armor and he comes with his helmet as well. I always quite like that. I always quite like the Clone Wars Kenobi tricked out in, in bits of armor. And also, and this is quite interesting, Clone Wars era purple robed Darth Sidious on his rise to becoming the Emperor before he was disfigured. He had that slightly brighter robes and and, and bit of bling around his neck so three from the clone wars which is quite nice and finally we've got two from return of the jedi so continuing the the 40th anniversary theme from other lines we've got c3po in die cast metal it comes with a head that's got a, a damaged eye that you can swap out and comes with a salacious crumb but the cream of the crop for me is the Darth Vader, the Return of the Jedi Darth Vader, the deluxe version comes with force lightning and a light-up helmet that reveals his skull underneath, which I just think is great. You getting that one for your for your lineup of hot toy Darth Vaders, Dan? I don't think so. I, 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 <laughs> I've already got the um, the battle damage one from uh, from Kenobi on pre-order, and I'm halfway through a payment plan on that, and I've got the Empire Strike. I just, I, I can't. I can't. Make, make I, I'm more likely to get that C three PO if I'm honest, because I haven't done an Empire Strikes Back version of that. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to get the C three PO, and I do, I do like that Darth Sidious. I know, Jez, you weren't a fan of that, but I think when we did our lightsaber committee, lightsaber jewels, one of the ones I called out was the was the battle that when he's wearing those robes and fighting Savage Press and Darth Maul. I think that's a great, a great episode. So I'm, I'm half tempted with that. Adding a, adding a Darth Sidious collection with that one. Nice little Just batch there. Yeah. <laughs> What's your pick out of there? What one are you going to pre-order then, Jez? What one are you going to get out of that lot? I quite like the three PO because I like the fact because it's clearly the Jedi one because he's got he's got the eye which comes out when uh Salish's crumb is is having a go at him i like that it's, the midriff to me don't quite look right it looks like a cosplayer's midriff i don't know if you guys get that the rest of it i think looks really really good i i'm always a fan of the biker scouts and the stormtroopers so the stormtrooper uh sorry biker scout commander yeah it just looks good doesn't it but a little bit lazy i guess i i think the 3po i think 3po is good i can get over the midriff very good pete are you gonna you're gonna pop your hot toys cherry on any of these <laughs> yeah, I was keeping quiet there. <laughs> I'm not no, not well none of none are pushing me into it really. But yeah, to not to echo everyone, but echoing everyone, the sort of C three PO is probably the one I thought I'd go with out of all that lot, I think. And what are you going with the Darth Vader then on that lot? Oh, most definitely. I just think it's great. 
Has he got a removable helmet as well? I think, I think it's, the Delu- well. it's the deluxe one. Yeah, it's, I think it comes with the Sebastian Shaw head mm. as well. Mm. Yeah, got a lot of, get a lot of Vader for your money. It's nice. That it is, is nice. nice. That, that's neat. Yeah, better than free pair that. <laughs> Just for once, let me look on you with my own eyes. Shall we move on from Hot Toys then and do a bit of Lego with Pete? So Lego, so sticking with helmets. So there's three new ones they've announced and are available. I've already seen these in, I saw them in the Lego store in Blue Water last week. So you've got Leia Bouche, Rex and Cody. They're all out there. They're looking good. They've got them on display, all made up as well. I think the Leia looks really good. I remember when that was announced and I first saw that, I thought I'd probably pick that up. The colours look spot on. They've got it. They've got it perfect. So, yeah, they're up to 11 in this line now. I think most of them have gone down really well. I think it was just the sort of Dark Trooper helmet we talked about before, which was a bit bit of a miss, but the rest of them do look look really good. So they're, they're all about 600 pieces. They come with a stand, and they sort of, they're about seven inches tall. Really good, all lined up. And then, yeah, Dan, I think you mentioned before you, you're a big fan of these. You've got most of these, haven't you, I think? Yeah, I don't know which one out of that. I don't know if I'd get, I'm not a big fan of that, of that of the bush i'm not i'm not sure no, if i had to pick one of the three it'd probably be the rex i don't know see i'll see what i'll get for christmas yeah the two the, the rex and the cody have clone wars 20th mm. anniversary logos on them which i think is that's caused a bit of a bit of questions online whether it's the anime because the animated series was the 2003 right. clone wars, wasn't it which i don't think he's actually appeared in yeah. It's a bit interesting. I think the actual 2008 Star Wars, The Clone Wars, is where these first appeared. So right. Whether it's Lego trying to maximise the anniversaries this year, I think they just sort of stick with Jedi rather than trying to sort of jump on with this one. So that's a little bit, little bit strange. I think there's people having going off online about it. It's weird, but they're 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 available and they 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 look good. I think. Um, next, you've got the the Executor. Executor, sorry, in the, from Lego. It's in UCS style packaging, black background, uh, but not not in such a huge scale. I think they did one sort of three thousand yeah, plus they're, pieces. They're really expensive on eBay now. I was looking at a few of those, and you're looking. Yeah, I think they're one of the original original sort of that along with the Death Star, aren't they? That are the, the real sort of key the key pieces. But yeah, this is just coming in at six hundred and thirty pieces and sixty quid, and you've got these two Star Destroyers that sit sit alongside it. For the scale, yeah, you've got the 40th anniversary Jedi Jedi branding. I, I, I really like this just because it is, I love a Star Destroyer anyways, but the fact it's at scale as well and you haven't got to have a great big 10-foot Star Destroyer yeah. <laughs> taking up your room. I am, I'm, I'm tempted by this one. No, and there's enough detail in there, isn't there? I think it does, mm. it does look good and, and having those two little Star Destroyers on the side, bring it bring it in to really help it out so yeah that looks good i'm not sure that's actually released yet i've got a date i think it's out i think it's out i think it's out it's, i think they i think these ones were yeah out on the, like the first of may or something these the, the the helmets and the uh the executor i'm pretty sure you got that so celebration reveals they had the the ucs x-wing so they really are sticking with the the classics for the the, the higher end ucs range like last year we had the land speeder and the razor crest and yeah the x-wings coming this year so 1,949 pieces coming at 209 pounds. You've got two, I think, exclusive Luke and R2 figures that come with it. And again, they're, they're just on show at Celebration, and it did it did look pretty 
pretty good. I think it's the third time out in the UCS range for the X-Wings. <laughs> they, they keep revisiting it. Reading some of the reviews on the, on the Lego site, I think there's a lot of concern about the the weight of the wings. I think the actual sort of the main ship is struggling to hold to hold those wings in place, especially when they're fully fully open. So I think it's quite a, a challenging build, but it does look great if you can overcome that. And then you've also got two new dioramas. I think we talked about the, the three they'd, they'd done when we last talked in in January. I think they'd done the, the, the two Death Star ones. Yeah, the and packed out a trench, and I think Dagobah was the other one, wasn't it? Yeah, and I think we're all, we're all kind of fans of those. These have come a little bit out of the blue. I didn't, wasn't really expecting these, and then they are they are released now. So you've got the Emperor's Throne Room, which looks doesn't look great. There's not much sort of going on there, and there's no royal guards. I can't believe that there's no Emperor's <laughs> royal guards in there. You would have thought they would you would have some of those in the in the set. And you've got the the speeder bike chase on Endor, which again is just looks a little bit basic looking compared to those first three sets, which I think were so good. These two just don't 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 stand up to it but on that one you've got luke and leo and poncho yeah i just think they're not quite there so these are tied into the jedi anniversary as well you're gonna be picking any of that Pete? yeah probably the leia the leia helmet i think i was gonna go with any of those i think there's one we've we may have missed off the list forgive me if we talked about it last time the spider tank from the mandalorian season three oh with the eye. Yes, I think we have. You're right. It was a part of this part of this celebration, lot, wasn't it? I've missed it off the list. I think it's on pre-order now. I'm just looking at it. I loved that thing. <laughs> I thought it was great. The spider tank from which one was that, Chris? You know, you know when it? he captures Mando, he's got the funny. He's got like a human eye almost pointing out the front yeah. of it. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hacking bits of it, hacking its legs off and stuff. Very general grievous. It is very general grievous. You're right. Yeah, but yeah, I love that. I love that when when it sort of goes from the big thing to the smaller thing. Mm. You don't know what that little organic element is. I just thought it was yeah, a cool little design. So yeah, it seems a little light from Lego for considering how much they put out last year. I'm sure there'll be lots more to come through the year. Any any any, any picks there from you, Jez? You you after any of that? To know you've got yeah, a bit of a Lego bug. You know, I'm a bit of a Lego bug. So I mean, the X-wing. I was like, oh yeah, that's quite nice, isn't it? And interesting to hear what he was saying about you know the weight of the wings and everything else but the x-wing i thought mm, yeah nice uh not one for cheap gags but i am all about the bush and i i quite like the bush helmet i thought that was all right so interesting again to see the one when she you weren't such a fan of that no. but the executor with the in scale little star destroyers i thought was really well really well done so, yeah i'm liking a lot of this lego fellas Right then, Jez, Gentle Giant, they had quite a, quite a few exclusives at Celebrations, bold accounts. First of all, triple zero jumbo, right? So Gentle Giant. Now, I had to I had to look up this triple zero because it basically looks like a bad C-3PO cross with Edward Scissorhands. Any of you guys got something else on triple zero? Because, yeah, you can you can read about them on, you know, Star Wars uh, fandom dot com. Craig, does he appear in many of the uh, previous? I it, think it says canon now. Yeah, isn't he in Doctor Aphra? Yeah, he's one of Doctor Aphra's droids. Yeah, there was a free pack yeah. of celebration a few years ago. They did of of her and her two droids. I think there's like a bad bad R two as well. 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm reading this, you know, Galaxy's Edge stuff, Bounty Hunter 3, Dr. Aphra. But for me, I was like, oh, is this just a spin-off, another sort of, you know, Mickey take almost along the lines of holiday special, Halloween special. But apparently, no, Triple Zero is canon. They've brought this one out. Yep, it is a gentle giant. Not really my cup of tea. But then we move on to the uh, to the mini busts, right? So you've got the Trapper Wolf mini bust, Boba Fett statue, Jackson, come on to that in a second, and General Obi-Wan Kenobi. So what do you guys feel about all these sort of Trapper Wolf stuff like that? Because when I look at it, and clearly, you know, we, there's all these cameos in the TV shows now, and clearly it's Filoni. To me, that's breaking the fourth wall. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of seeing these people who are obviously part of the production. It, it's different to maybe hearing like Daniel Craig's voice in, in you know, one of the movies. And you're like, was that? Was that? It's a little bit of intrigue. But when you've clearly got people from, from production now taking on these characters, I'm just, I don't know. It's, is it just me? Is it take away? Is it breaking the fourth wall? Is it take away some of the sort of realism of this world which we watch with wizards and laser swords? Or what? Because I'm not a fan of the Trapper Wolf um, <laughs> bust. The Jackson one, the Jackson statue, right? How would you describe the Jackson statue for people who, who haven't seen this before? Green Rabbit. It's Green Rabbit, right? Jackson. No, Michael Jackson. This looks like the guy in the Speed Demon <laughs> video from Moonwalker. You know what I mean, right? So you know Moonwalker, you know the yeah, Moonwalker yeah. film, and Speed Demon isn't awesome song by michael jackson with which was groundbreaking in its storytelling it's just like the rabbit from that so those two for me are a mess uh boba fett the boba fett statue looks business you'd expect it to and the general obi-wan kenobi yeah not bad so those are my top two out of that four and uh, that's all I want to say about that, really. However, as you know, you have since sent me a link to say that the General Giant Star Wars Return of the Jedi Darth Vader unmasked Jumbo figure. Yeah, so it does exactly what it says on the tin. Here you go. It's a gentle giant, $80, and it's got old Anakin's face, complete with scar and everything else, and a helmet, which fits over the top of it, which looks all right. Not like one of these, you know, last 17, last 15, take off Luke's Stormtrooper helmet, put it back on, looks like a completely different Stormtrooper. This actually looks like a Darth Vader. And then you take off his helmet and it's Anakin. That's not bad. That's all right. Much better than Trapper Wolf and that moonwalking Jackson. <laughs> if I ever had to get one jumbo figure, because I don't own any. I've had an Attack driver for years. I've got sold that. Yeah. If I had to get one, that would, I think that would be the one. Just because, I mean, just because he's got a removable helmet. When I was a kid, I'd have loved a Darth Vader with a removable helmet. Yeah. It's a little bit Uncle Fester, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Come I, on, I, Craig. No, I, I just, I'd <laughs> go for it if it was... Uh, it, it, it's good. It yeah. was three and three-quarter inch. Yes, for sure, 100%. I think if I saw I mean, for 90 quid, but I'd pick it up, probably not. If it, you know, if I saw it at an Echo Base or a London Film and Comic Con and it was up for, I don't know, 50, 60 because someone was trying to get rid of it, yeah, I think I'd, I'd, I'd put my hand in my pocket. They all seem really short numbers on the Gentle Giant now. You never you never see them anymore, the new ones. You see a few in Forbidden Planet, but they seem to sort of come and go pretty quickly. I remember they're making far fewer than they ever used to. 
I meant to send you guys a photo when I was in um, Orlando in Disney Springs. They've got a big called World of Disney. They've literally got all the Disney merchandise in one shop, and there's a Star Wars section. And in that, they had, I think it was the Luke Skywalker ceremonial um, in jumbo size. And that was one of the first times I'd seen any of those figures in the world. I was like, oh, look at that. Got excited for a second and then realized, yeah, put your money away. You don't want that. <laughs> At Celebration, one of the stands, I can't remember who it was, one of the, they had a load of statues in that, but they had the Max Rebo band in Jumbo. Oh, really? Yeah, that before. The Max Rebo band would be quite fun. An ABA. That, takes up, that takes up some real estate, though, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, but that great big organ that Max Rebo sits in must be massive. Yeah, it's damn to see if they had that. They looked, they looked prototypes, didn't they? They were unpainted, weren't they? They were great, yeah. Do you see them as well, Craig? Yeah, yeah. So whether they were the early sculpts or, or just from the moulds. Because but... did they ever release the Wampa? Because I remember them having, I remember watching a video on YouTube and they had some of the jumbos yeah, up they and they had Wamp- a, a Wampa. Yeah, the Wampa's been done. Okay. Didn't they do the trash compactor? They started doing some weird things. Oh, yeah, that was a, an exclusive. They did the Dianoga in a little box. You could buy that. Yeah, from then they've just gone on a weird sort of tangent because they never finished the original line of figures. I think there's quite a few they haven't done there. Yeah, it's odd they have, especially with Empire, Jedi's 40th, that they haven't done a few more because they're the ones that people are crying out for, some of the the Amazing. Jedi ones they haven't done. But I do like this. I'd get this. No one else is on board with it, but I like it. Shall we cover this Mind Studios then, Jez? Well, if you're feeling flush, Fuzz, I have something for you. Because, frankly, I'm not going to buy it. But it's 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 going to cost you a grand. It's going to cost you a thousand US dollars. Now, this is a quarter scale Darth Vader sat on the throne, right? It's massive. It weighs thirty three pounds. All right, thirty three pounds. So, what's that? Around about sixteen kilos or so. This is this is huge. 19 inches in height, but a whopping just under 32 inches width, 29.1 depth. It's a it's a massive Darth Vader on the throne and it's uh, it's huge. What else can I say about it? Yeah, made of various bits of resin and all sorts, but it's made by the company Iron Studios. I don't know if you guys have seen this. I don't know what sort of collectors get them. It's, it's clearly going to be limited in its in its release. Um, they haven't said what I, I've got no reference to how many it's limited to. <laughs> I guess it depends on the uptick. Uh, we're looking at first quarter of 2024. Um, it's hand painted. It, it's got various different bits of detailing, but it's in uh, polystone, PVC, metal, fabric and uh, resin, but mainly polystone. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. When some of the uh, production photographs they've got of this, they've got it sort of in scale next to a human being, and it just looks massive. It's so well done. I mean, it's it's beautiful as you can imagine. It's beautifully done. The detailing is incredible. It's it's probably worth every penny. You get a lot for your money. I mean, people are dropping thousand dollars on on a vintage carded figure. This is going to be a centerpiece isn't it this is going to be something really really special i'm not going to buy it dan you're the vader fan you know followed closely by uh craig and i know that pete is just saving his pennies for hot toys and stuff but what do you think dan it is really well done but you'd expect i didn't realize when i put it in the show notes how much it weighed 
Yeah. And all I, can, all I can think of is now is is Craig trying to balance it in a Deltoff on a glass shelf next to his <laughs> Princess Leia. It's not going to fit in one. It's, 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 this thing's huge. It's, it's 33 inches across, right? If you, if you consider that, right, 33 inches across, you know, that's, that's not much less than a metre. You could knock one, <laughs> one Deltoff into another and have it running across two. <laughs> it is you, uh, it is really i didn't realize the size of it and that scares a lot of me but it's really nice that iron studios i mean we've been, we've talked about them a couple of times recently on the last couple of shows and they did that um vader in the tantive walkway and i keep dipping back on their website to see when that's coming out because i would quite like to get that one that one seems a bit more doable than this now i've <laughs> realized how big it is i mean it's huge i mean so yeah brazilian company um yeah. iron studios these guys special in uh, high-end collectibles it certainly is that now i've seen somewhere where it says it's got an extra head i think there's a chance that you might actually be able to remove the helmet although i can't see anything in this on one of the sites which i've been to there's actually some comments on it and people actually saying a couple of the things i'm thinking of because when you look at him sat down like this now it's not that often you see vader sat down is it you see him meditating but you don't see him in this sort of seated position so it's not necessarily something you would see from the movies but it's more the sort of wider star wars this is you know what we're looking at here is a scene on mustafar really this is his throne in the volcanic world of mustafar but it could look, and it's not just me, and it's not me being vulgar or anything, but people have commented online saying Vader's toilet. Because it looks like he's actually on his throne. It looks like he's sitting down um, doing what comes naturally. Uh, and other people are saying, am I, am I the only one finding it odd seeing Vader sat down? The throne looks cool, but it's a little odd to me seeing him sat down. You know, have we seen them sat in anything else apart from Kenobi and maybe a tie fighter? People have got too much time on their hands. Cool. What yeah. do you think he does all day long? He's not going to be striding around. He's got to have a, he's got to have a break now and then. Rest he's got to sit down, sit down and do his Lego. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a lazy observation to make. Like, I quite like this because it is different. Yeah. And it is a different sort of pose that we're used to seeing. And I think it's, I think it's caught something quite nice about the, the other side of Vader. He looks quite pensive. Yeah. Um, you know, he looks like he's thinking about Padme. I think it's quite, I don't know, there's something quite enigmatic about it. Some, mm. Something that's kind of drawing me to it. I think for the casual fan, if you've got that money to spend, you'd want an iconic pose of him reaching out to Luke or flashing his lightsaber around. You wouldn't, you wouldn't entertain this. But as a Star Wars fan who's, you know, been a collector for many, many years, you know, we scrolling through these things and you go, well, that's quite interesting. There's something quite compelling yeah. about it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm loving the. Oh, wow. Yeah, there is a better photograph. The helmet, the the extra helmet detail is a smashed helmet where you see uh, very much like in, in Kenobi, where you've got a half smashed helmet and yeah. you can see Anagan's face. So it's not a fully removable helmet. So that looks quite good. And his uh, control box, the armor control bit, where that sliced through. So you can exchange those. But I'm loving the the change in the contrast between the sheen on on the armor. I mean, he's got a really wonderfully sort of polished um, 
top to his helmet and then you look at the more matte um it, it, it's not as you would see on a, on the 12 inch or on any other line where it's just one type of shade in, in one uh, sheen matting or gloss there's so many different layers to it and the sort of you know the the fabric and, and the pants and everything it's it's really well detailed i like it New i life. think it's a nice piece it's just the weight and the price i was <laughs> I was going to entertain getting one of those until you said uh, how much it weighed and getting yeah. it shipped from Brazil. I can't imagine it's going to be cheap. It's like a medicine <laughs> ball. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. Awesome. Well done, Jez. Thanks for that. And then, Craig, we are on to, and you're going to have to help me off. Ladro. Ladro. This falls into a very similar category for me to companies like Royal Selangor, the pewter people that we discussed uh, at length on a previous show sort of very established artisans in their field experts in their medium wanting a slice of that star wars pie um you know i think i've seen these things and sort of dismissed them as very chintzy kitsch things like me nan used to collect mm. but they had them all on display at celebration and I was kind of drawn to them. And I think for similar reasons to what we were just saying about that Vader, they're just a bit different. And I've seen Hasbro toys a million times before. And I looked at their stall and what they had to offer. But I just kept going back to these because I just thought, you know, they were just they were just intrigued. They they were just intriguing. They intrigued me. But I, I think, you know, the the ones they've done previously, they've seemed to have focused on very statuesque female characters and i think there's there's a softness and a fragility to these porcelain figures that kind of works with your padmes and your rays they've got this greek sculpture vibe about them. there's a nobility to them i quite like that but the the two new ones that they've announced are grogu and Vader, and i think the Grogu is nice enough. You know, they're all hand-molded, hand-painted. That's going to retail at about 375 quid, which when you look at the work that's in it, you can sort of see where that money's going. Then you add the brand equity of, you know, Ladro. If you are a porcelain collector, that all probably stacks up. I think the Vader is interesting. So... The one that they've released is based on a previous release of Vader, which was out a year or two ago, which was limited to, I think, about, I think it was 504 pieces. And that fetches around two grand, right? It's a big piece. It's 50 centimetres. And it's a great dynamic pose, quite iconic of him with his, uh, with his hand outstretched from the Empire scene. But this one, this new one, is bright shiny gold <laughs> and it's as kitsch as hell it really is it's a huge gold darth vader and they had it on display at celebration with you know the best bin i guess the, the drop you know the big circular drop with all the lights and it, it it looked great and they're releasing this they're doing 70 and this is it's 70 because it's the factory's 70th anniversary 
it's a massively high-end piece of Star Wars bling that they're trying to sell for five thousand eight hundred dollars. Oh! <laughs> I I got confused. I saw so much stuff out of celebration. I, I swear it was a gold falcon that I'd seen, but you're right. It was the Vady. I think you posted some photos of it somewhere. I liked sure. it so much it made it to one of my Instagram carousel yes. ten. Yes, that was um, it. It's just I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't want it in my house, but you know, what's not to, <laughs> what's not to begrudgingly admire about a giant gold Darth Vader made of porcelain? Uh, how tall is it? <laughs> how tall is it? It's uh yeah. it's fifty centimeters. Blimey, Jesus. It's a big piece. And it's well, it, it it it's shiny gold. I'm doing it a disservice. There is a little bit of matte detailing, but there you go. We we talk about these 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 Christmas Star Wars adaptations that get brought out once a year. There's nothing as <laughs> as camp as this thing. I think it would look great in Stuart's. He wanted to do a, a smoking room, didn't he? With figurey smoking jacket and have mahogany furniture everywhere. I think this would look great set up in there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Either you two guys going to be uh, picking up one of these, Jez, Pete? <laughs> I'm having an aunt in the States who used to collect Ladro and ever so often we had to go and buy, buy her a piece if we were visiting. But I think the, the, the Grogu is that's very traditional Ladro, that style, isn't it? The, the sort of the creamy porcelain look. Mm. And for Vader, that's like sort of Jeff Coons got hold, got hold of Star Wars. Yes, that, isn't it? yes, that's what it is. It's very Jeff Coons. It <laughs> yeah. is. Totally. Yes, that's right. Almost both of them are, because he's done that. <laughs> Didn't you do a Michael Jackson sculpture, which was quite... That sort yeah, yeah, we'd, we'd look it. It. <laughs> yeah. It's the second time Michael Jackson's come up tonight. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do some uh, copyright-friendly sound drops. <laughs> So, last but no means least, and I've put this in there because Stuart always includes it, but we'll go with it anyway. So, Micro Galaxy Squadron, Pete, what have they announced? Yeah, I was actually aware. I think when I saw it, I thought, what is that? And I, I do recognise the branding, so I've obviously been sort of exposed to it at some stage. So, was this launched in 2022, this brand, this this whole series of, of toys? Yeah, I think there was a couple of, I think there's been two or three waves now they've done they've done the larger size vehicles they've done the uh, millennium falcon and they've done x-wings and tie fighters and then they did some like blind package stuff with speeder bikes and things like that in it from last year and i think yeah this is the next the next trounce of those yeah so, yeah they all kind of handheld they're all tight they'll fit in your hand so it's that kind of not as micro as the sort of the micro machines but um or like the action fleet size Yes, so a little bigger in between that and the sort of the vintage diecast, that sort of size. So yeah, you've got the Y-Wing, Gold Leader's Y-Wing fighter, you've got a TIE Bomber, and then there's a TIE Interceptor, Vulture Droid from the prequels, and then you've got the, the A-Wing fighter as well. Yeah, I have to sort of dig these out and have a look at them in, in the flesh, because I haven't, I haven't seen them about. Yeah, they're obviously putting more out, they're obviously working, people are, are picking them up, so... Yeah, I think the last wave, the first couple of waves they did, they did some real random stuff. I think there was like um, a, a sod Ventress's ship, and I'm trying to think what other ones there were, but they haven't always gone with the traditional. Yeah, let's let's get a you know the Millennium Falcon, X-wing, and Tie Fighter. They've they've gone down the well a little bit. I'm quite partial to a Tie Bomber. I quite like that one. 
Yeah. I'm not sure when they're coming out because they're all on Amazon, but they're not pre-order. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Over there, kind of on the way this year. Yeah. Didn't really know much about this brand, but yeah, I'll, uh, I'll have to check them out. We are here live at Star Wars Celebration in London, England, and we are here to showcase the incredible Star Wars Micro Galaxy Squadron line. One of the things I love most about the Star Wars Micro Galaxy Squadron is the attention to detail in the narrative play experience. So many of the features perfectly recreate what happened in the films or the TVs or the shows. The Millennium Falcon, when you boot it up, Every fourth time, the hyperdrive shorts out, just like it does in The Empire Strikes Back. So you're getting physical details, but you're also getting play details in the whole experience. I'm loving the Micro Galaxy Squadron, seeing it expand and into like all the different eras. Um, exactly the kind of toys I had when I was younger, and and it's just really great to see them in like these amazing new and improved forms. They're so cool. They're really, really so cool. Okay, then we've reached the end of the new announcements. There was there was a huge amount there we've we've trawled through. But guys, if you could if you could purchase one of those items that you haven't already pre-ordered, what would it be? And I'm going to start with Jez. It's going to have to be Lego, I think. The Executor. Yeah. The Executor. Maybe Very the Executor. Nice. Very nice. What about you, Craig? Money in space, no object. Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I'd think Vader on his throne. But what I'd do is I'd, I'd buy myself a couple of red and yellow lava lamps. Oh. I hey. like it. Can you imagine the light reflecting off him? Mm. Oh. That would be nice. There you go. That very, would be the very, of very good. Would you didn't even hesitate on that, did you? <laughs> I just quite, you know, like I say, you just get drawn to things, don't you? And yeah, yeah. It's a gut thing rather than a than a, than a brain thing. I thought you was going to go for a half meter high Darth Vader in gold. Do you know that would be my second choice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, Pete. What are you in for then? A hot toy. I think no, I think that Vader would be if like we're sticking with the money no object and space no object, yeah, the Ladro Vader. Full gold coming from Jeff Keynes. I'd have that at the top of the stairs. I don't know. Pretty kitsch piece. Money being an object. Probably the retro book of book of Borfit set. That looked pretty good. I remember when they first came out, I thought, yeah, could potentially pick those up. So Yeah, I'll definitely be getting those, but yeah, I think my pick out of that lot's gonna be that. That C3PO from Hot Toys, that's going to be, I think, next on my hit list. <laughs> right, so that's the end of another show. But if you want more Generation Skywalker Between shows, we are all over social media. We've got a presence on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Just search Generation Skywalker on any of those and you'll find us. If you want to interact directly with us or other listeners to the show, then join the We Are Generation Skywalker page on Facebook. It's a private group, but just ask to join and one of us will let you in. On Instagram, we have two additional pages dedicated to modern and vintage. Follow Generation Skywalker Modern. As you're already listening to this show, why not? Uh, we post updates on many of the announcements we discuss on this show. And if vintage is your thing, try Gen underscore Skywalker underscore vintage. And if you can't remember any of that, head over to GenerationSkywalker.com 
for links to all of our shows, content and socials. And that's it. So thanks so much for listening. But from this month, it's goodbye from Craig. Cheerio. It's goodbye from Jez. See you next time. It's goodbye from Pete. Cheers, guys. See you next time. And it's goodbye from me. We are Generation Skywalker. All errors, all passions, all Star Wars. 